Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome you back into another, what I think is going to be a stellar edition of the WDJR Sportsbook. Uh, my name is Steve Courtney, and I am happy, very happy, to introduce you to my partner. Haven't seen her in a while. <laughs> Hi. How are you, love? Good. How are you? Face uh, to face. Uh, for the first time in, I don't remember when. Yeah. I'm very excited. This is exciting. Um, as we have mentioned throughout this uh, award-winning broadcast, uh, you are expecting yes. in September. Yes. You look st- stellar. Oh, I thought you were going to say tired because that's how <laughs> I feel. <laughs> uh, everything well? Everything's good. We got two months. Blake, I got a wallpaper guy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so we're good. I was nope. ready. The nursery's coming together. Nobody is as relieved as Blake is with that latest announcement. I know. I was going to make him do it, but we're good. I was ready. <laughs> I was ready and waiting. Dude, you are more unhandy than I am. And that's a statement in and of itself. I'm not going to confirm or deny that statement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, yours truly. Uh, very, very happy to be coming from the Paul W. Smith golf outing, which has been going on, I don't know, since 1962, (laughs) um, to benefit the Police Athletic League in the great city of Detroit. There are good golf outings and there are great golf outings, and usually I get to golf. As we know, we're not doing that this year, but his is a great one. Uh, Paul's is, and uh, it was once again uh, filled with, a lot of folks helping a great cause at the Detroit Golf Club, where in just a couple of weeks, the uh, Rocket Mortgage Classic will be going on. And let me just say this as an aside. Uh, there's a lot of work still going on. And they've got the uh, stand set up in various locales. And there's still a lot of uh, work going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the field they have coming, they have some big names. Oh, dear. Bigger than usual, I think. Well, we're going to talk about that in the moments ahead as we have a pre-tournament conversation with Mr. Jason Langwell, the executive director. I saw Jason uh, out there today, and uh, I don't know if there's anybody in sport uh, that is working harder than Jason right now. He's everywhere. And when this thing starts getting closer and closer and closer, he works really hard. Well, and, you know, listen, he loves it. Yeah. He loves it, Joe. And when he started this, because he's been here from day one, and for the field to be where it's at right now, and we'll run down everything when we have our conversation with Jason, um, He, I know he's extremely proud of what the hell's going on in its fourth season. The uh, Rocket Mortgage Classic. Yes, but they're calling it their third, second year because there's there were pandemic issues. Oh, sure. For a couple years, I get it. Things are kind of sort of back to normal, so we'll call it year two. Darling, (laughs) we uh, are 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 beginning this particular episode of the sports book here on WDJR, presented by our great friends at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Uh, with a heavy heart, uh, because not that long ago, we find that 
former University of Michigan head football coach Gary Moeller, has passed away at the age of 81. Uh, Coach Moeller spent 23 seasons with the Michigan football program, uh, went 44-13-3 in five years as the head coach, uh, and that was highlighted by a win over Washington in the 1993 Rose Bowl. Uh, Michigan won for the record. Uh, three Big Ten titles made five bowl appearances under Coach Moeller from 1990 through 1995. Uh, you'll recall he resigned in May of 1995 after an incident at the Southfield restaurant. Uh, I knew Gary. Uh, I knew him, uh, Jamie, to be a man of amazing principle and integrity and values and everything you want in a coach. And you'll recall that he went 4-3 and three as the head coach of the Honolulu Blue and Silver Detroit Lions, taking over for Bobby Ross. Uh, I think that was 2000-ish. Um, a great man. I have no reservation in saying that at all. Right. So <clears throat> rest in peace to a great man who led a couple teams here in town who had some great success, who made a mistake like people make mistakes. I talked about this when um, uh, Howard at Michigan made his mistake. We are human beings who make mistakes and you have to give people grace. So, Well, going back to that 1995 incident, um, and I talked to Gary about that, and I don't think there's anybody in life that, as Gary told me, loved his wife more. And it was something that happened. Yeah. And he resigned. And, you know, whether or not I think that was fair, that's not for me to decide. Right. It's so far in the past. But right. now it's coming up because he passed away. Uh, yeah, he passed away. And listen, uh, the Gary Moeller I knew uh was a guy that was completely dialed in. And I have no doubts, no doubts whatsoever that he loved his family. Yes. And I, you know, reading about him as he's passed away today, Michigan was dominating in those days. And they beat Ohio State 3-1-1. and And they won the Rose Bowl. And they won bowl games. And that was just a great year. I mean, a great time in Michigan football. Well, and there are a lot of former Lions, and the news is just breaking. So forgive us for not having them on. Uh, He took over Bobby Ross in 2000. Uh, As the head coach of the Detroit Lions, he went four and three. And then they brought in, if memory serves, Marty Mordenweg. Marty Mordenweg will go down in NFL history as being, and God love him, one of the great offensive coordinators the game has ever known, mm-hmm. you know, throughout his career. As a head coach, it was a complete <laughs> and unadulterated debacle. <laughs> <laughs> the Lions just make the right decisions all the time. <laughs> I mean, you know, we have had great coordinator after great coordinator as head coaches here, and it never panned out. No. 
Uh, Marty Morningwig, Rod Marinelli. Um, Rod Marinelli, by, by the way, was a wonderful, wonderful man. Right. I love talking football with Rod Marinelli, who has left his mark in this game as a defensive coordinator slash defensive line coach. Coordinator doesn't always translate to head coach, as we saw in the regime prior to the one that's there right, right now. Yeah, and Schwartz, another one. Yeah. You know, great defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Had success in this league. Didn't translate no. to head coach. No. Steve Mariucci. Blah, blah, blah. Wasn't a... He we was could brought be here in, all day. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's and it's boring. Anyway, uh, <laughs> back to the family of Coach Gary Moeller. Our sympathies are with you, and understand this, that uh, I knew Gary, and uh, a fine, fine man. So our thoughts and prayers are with you. That's what Jim Harbaugh said in a statement just at the end. He said, we've lost a wonderful family man. My thoughts and prayers are with his wife, Anne, as well as their daughters, Susan, Amy, and Molly, and my former teammate and fellow captain, Andy. Rest in peace, peace Coach Mo, and go blue. So. Yeah, he was uh, all about the maize and blue. <clears throat> and uh, our thoughts and prayers, uh, like Coach Harbaugh says, uh, with all of the Mueller family. Uh, we are certainly looking forward to the Rocket Mortgage Classic right around the corner uh, at the Detroit Golf Club. We're going to spend some time with Jason Langwell. Saw him out there today. You're going to get his score if he tells the truth. Uh, and uh, much more information coming your way. Jason, of course, the executive director of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. We'll have that confab coming up in just a bit here on 760 WJR. All right, we welcome you back into the WJR Sportsbook. Nice to have you with us as always. Thanks to our friends at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort for all their support in bringing this radio program to you. Uh, James, uh, as you know, I participated in the uh, Paul W. Smith outing mm-hmm. at Detroit Golf Club. What'd you shoot? Well, my group was... Uh, we had a great time. Uh-huh. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Uh, were we uh, on point playing were you the on great contention? game? Contention? No. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. We were uh, two under, and I think sixteen under won it. Uh, but I know somebody who was on hand, and that is the executive director of the Rocket Mortgage Classic, our friend Jason Langwell. I saw him out there, and uh, Jace, it looked like anyway, with your smile on your fez. You were uh, having a great time. Yeah, we had a wonderful time. Paul W., amazing event today. I had a great team. I was asked to play with our partners at Tryon Solutions. I was a last-minute addition. And as it turns out, uh, uh, an incredible lack of sleep and a lot of stress is good for the <laughs> golf game. Um, who knew? Um and, uh, yeah, we, we somehow came out on top today. So, uh, yeah, on, on the South course, uh, and, uh, but happy to support the event and the amazing cause behind it. But, but yeah, it was fun. It, it will be probably the last golf I will play until, uh, middle part of August, but it was a thoroughly enjoyable. I'm, I have a question about the three one three. Did you get a three one three? Here's the thing: I played the South. Okay, okay. So I, I, I got a good view of it. Okay. But but no, I did not. We did not go 
three one. We did not have a one today. We did have a cut. We did a do a, a three and a three. We did not. We wouldn't have had the one even on the south course today. But uh, all right, that's um, fine. Thanks for asking, Jamie. Maybe, maybe those guys you announced on Media Day, like Will Zalatoris or Tony Finau yeah. or any number of these like huge names that are coming this year, will get a three-one-three. I, I can only hope so because one of the things we're going to be doing here's why I think it can happen this year. On the Triumph Solutions Cabana on fifteen, we're actually going to place flags on top of them this year, red Rocket Mortgage Classic flags. And a lot of the players I've heard, Cam even said it, when you get down in area 313, you can't feel the wind. And, and so those flags are actually going to, you're going to be able to see which way the wind is blowing, which I think will encourage and, and assist in, th- in area 313 going 313 this year. But we do have an unbelievable field this year. It's the best field we've ever had. A lot of first-timers and Adam Scott, Patrick Cantley, who's world number four now, uh, Justin Rose, Matt Kuchar made their, making their maiden voyage. Uh, and a bunch of great returners, as you said. We got our champ back: uh, Cam Davis, Will Zalatoris, Tony Finau, Jay Day, Ricky Fowler, Kevin Kisner, who's in the top 25 in the world now, Gary Woodland, Keegan Bradley. Just the deepest, the best field we've ever had. I think it's only going to get better, and uh, and that's probably why tickets are selling uh, quickly here at RocketMortgageClassic.com. They're they're selling out fast, and we're on pace for another sellout again this year. You know, Jason was awesome uh, participating in the Paul W. Smith Golf Classic uh, earlier uh, because I saw firsthand, uh, and here we are, what, two weeks away uh, from the Rocket Mortgage Classic, exactly the work that the Detroit Golf Club puts into putting on this great event going into its fourth year. Uh, it is never-ending, and uh, there is no stone unturned. So kudos obviously jace to the detroit golf club for everything going into this thing we have great partners at detroit golf club uh you know jason drumhiller mark douglas keith Suzinski, the entire team their membership um comes out and volunteers uh jake Suzinski, they're they're you know unbelievable superintendent like the golf course today it's the best shape we've ever seen it. oh yeah I can, I can honestly say that it is firm it is fast um we have great partners at Detroit Golf Club in this community and our, in our city. Um, we are we're we're ready. I mean, we're it's a sprint to the finish here, uh, but the golf course is in great shape. The build is going up well. Um, we've got some new areas. You know, we're gonna have a tree house we're building out in the front nine behind hole five. There, it's always fun to build a tree house. That'll be for fans. <laughs> any any fans will be able to actually get up into that tree on five and have views of five different holes from a location so we've activated the front nine we've got new builds on area 313 grove on the right side of 14 area 313 village behind 15 green behind the mickle athletic club and and then we'll be open to the public on tuesday and wednesday thanks to our partners at dt energy community days uh, detroit community days anyone can come out for free parking and admission on Tuesday and Wednesday to watch our Area 313 Celebrity Scramble, to watch our youth clinic presented by the Children's Foundation, saw Larry Burns today, and then uh, our Death of Dental Pro-Am on Wednesday as well, which is a great chance to get up and close and personal with uh, all the players that are out here. We'll have celebrities out here this year, too. Calvin Johnson is actually going to be out. Barry Sanders will be out. Tom Izzo will be out. So whether you're a fan of golf or just a fan of fun and, and uh, Detroit sports, we've got something in store for you here this year. 
I know you guys are so proud of your Changing the Course initiative and, and ending the digital divide in Detroit. And again, back to Media Day, I learned that you guys are building these hubs so people all over the city can have access to the Internet. Yeah, that's right. We're excited to announce on Media Day, Jamie, in uh, you know, late June here, uh, we have, our Connect 313 Fund is going to be launching 17 new neighborhood tech hubs before the end of the year. And that's a result of the dollars that we're raising for the Changing the Course initiative through our Rocket Mortgage Classic. And that's going to bring us to a total of 22 neighborhood tech hubs across Detroit, with at least, at least one of them in each of Detroit's seven council districts. And it's going to ensure citywide access to, uh, to the community and make sure that we get uh, Detroit connected, uh, which is the entire uh, point of ending this digital divide uh, through our Changing the Course initiative. And that's why we do it. It's why Dan Gilbert and Rocket Mortgage brought the event to town to impact the outcome in Detroit and find a way to get the city connected, and, and we're doing that and uh, excited to build on this over $3 million that we've contributed to that effort uh, just uh, since we launched the initiative in 2020. You know, Jace, uh, you have been uh, with the Rocket Mortgage Classic, obviously, since day one, and here we are celebrating, literally, uh, what is an amazing field. Uh, as you alluded to earlier, the best ever. But I know you. And you are not resting on your laurels in any way, shape, or form. Uh, listen, with all these great players going in this 2022 event, I can't wait, honestly, to get to Championship Sunday to see exactly what the hell is going to be going on at that point. How about another playoff? Yeah. I like How that. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go 77 holes. Yeah. <laughs> Another five hole playoff. Uh, just round and round we go. Uh, I, I, I would not be surprised. I mean, we've got, as I said, the most competitive field we've ever had. The golf course is in great shape. Something tells me we might actually have a little bit of wind for a change. That's what's got to remember. We haven't had anything over 10 mile an hour wind in the first, you know, three competitive years. And if that wind blows out here on these Donald Ross greens, you can't keep it on the proper level. Scoring would be a little different, but, um, yeah, I, I, I think the field's only going to get better. The, I'll take the field that we have right now and play golf tomorrow. Um, and, and I think our, our, you know, the community in Detroit is feeling that way as well based on the ticket sales that we've had. And so we're, uh, we're excited about it. And I do encourage everyone to get out now. We're going to be taking ticket prices up $10 a day starting next Monday. So this is the week to go out and, and get it before we do a little bit of our dynamic pricing to, to create a little bit of a bump. But um, it's going to be exciting. Um, you know, a lot of young players, too. A lot of new young players like Cameron Young will be out here, rookie of the year candidate. So oh, yeah. I think it promises to be the best, uh, best, best event we've ever had. I think you guys have been lucky in that the winners have had great stories like Nate Lashley or DeChambeau, Cam mm-hmm. Davis. So yeah. whoever wins this year, wouldn't it be fun if Zalatoris won? Got be that. awesome. Yeah. It would be. <laughs> Mr. Runner-up. Yeah. Why not? His first, you know, I mean, assuming he doesn't, and that's not a safe assumption, assuming he doesn't win the Open Championship, I don't think he's playing 3M. This this would be his first ever win. And, look, he came here last year, weighed his way around, was able to just make the cut. Didn't play great on the weekend, but loved the golf course, learned a lot. And uh, and you see that. You see that a lot of our champ, you know, our champion, you know, Cam Davis has come here and not played well um, the first couple of years, but figured out these greens and uh, hoisted the trophy last year. Is coming back to defend it. And, and, look, Cam's playing great. I don't sleep on Cam Davis out here again. I would not be surprised to see him come back. And, and go back-to-back back the way that he's hitting the golf ball right now. All I know, having been out there, and granted, Jace uh, played the south course. As you alluded to earlier, the course is in amazing shape. Now, the rumor is, 
uh, you know, come rocket mortgage time. The rough may be a little longer than what it has been in the past. Are you still looking at with some of the great players in the world uh, coming to Detroit? Are you still looking at 22, 23, 24 under to win? I think so. I really do. I mean, the, the rough will be up if the wind blows. Right. It stays dry. Then, then I, I do think it, it'll it'll be in the teens. But what everyone has to remember is that when you compare our event to others, everyone else is par seventy or seventy one. So you got to do the math. And if we fiddled with par, we, we could keep the scores into the high teens. We don't do that. We play the course straight up as it is. Keep a par five out there rather than turning into a long par four. And that over the course of four days, four shots. Sure. But I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think we will see. I still believe these guys are. When you look at it week in, week out, what they're doing to other great golf courses like Detroit Golf Club, uh, these guys are getting to 20 to 24 every week, and, and they just they find a way to do it. But if the wind blows, we keep it firm. Jake Mendoza and, and the club's going to have the rough up, as you mentioned. Uh, you know, it could be, it could be you know, first one to 20 wins, but something tells me they're going to sneak a couple over it. Nothing proves to you how good these guys are than if you yourself golf Detroit Golf Club and say the oh, Paul yeah. W. Smith yeah. <laughs> classic or whatever today. You guys probably are like, hmm, I'm good with my day job. <laughs> yeah, it's humbling. It's humbling for sure. I fortunately had some really good partners today, but it, 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 it was it was tough out there today. The wind was blowing today, and, and that's we haven't seen any winds like we saw today. It's just such a different golf course uh trying to keep it on the proper level uh when the wind blows it's spinning up into the wind the ball's spinning back out the front of the green or not and heading back over the back so it's and, and the rough is really hard around the green that's where it's really oh, yeah. and in the, in the, in, in the fairway for the professionals they just take an extra club and chase it up onto the green it's around the greens is where the difference is made uh with the ball essentially suspended in the middle of the grass but also suspended in air if you think about that, if it's halfway down between the grass and the ground, it's suspended in there, and they, it's very unpredictable for how the ball is going to come out of that. And that uh, that's what I feel like we've gotten right and why I think we'll, we'll have the most competitive that we've ever had. Jason, my friend, I'm sorry. At the beginning of our conversation, did you say that you were in the winning group? We did happen to win on the south course today. Oh, yep, did you we, now? Was that we, the Ron we Humany group? <laughs> well, that, that was the north course. Okay. That was the north. It was a winner on the south and the north. So we were on, you know, the A, the A team won on the north course. We, we were on. I see plenty of the north course. So we we made our way around the south today. But we went in a scorecard playoff. We're very fortunate. Man, and, congratulations! Uh, well, thank thank you. I, yeah, my, <laughs> my my first major at Detroit yeah. Golf Club, probably my last. Um, so uh, only can hope hope for more. Well, the Paul W. Smith uh, Golf Classic has become, a, obviously, a tradition not only in the city, but at the beautiful, and I do mean beautiful, Detroit Golf Club. And it was a pleasure to participate. My group didn't win, but Jason Langwells did. And, Jace, so proud of you, bro. And and you keep doing what you're doing. And so excited for you and everybody involved in the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Yeah, can't wait. End of July. See you yeah, there. I appreciate it. Yeah, two weeks. Here we go. Thank you, everyone. I, pre- I appreciate all the support. All Before right, countdowns, countdowns underway. JC again soon. Uh, that is Jason Thanks. Langwell, executive director of the Rocket Warriors Classic here on the Sportsbook on 760 WJR. Uh, it is 
an amazing uh, opportunity to get out there and play that course today. Mm-hmm. Now, I played um, with Terry Radigan, who I've played with in like four consecutive years. Uh, he is in charge of communications at General Motors. Terry's a wonderful, wonderful dude. Um, play with Jenna and Mike. And we came in two under, okay? <laughs> okay. Full disclosure. And like Jason said, I think uh, his group won the South at 16 under. With those events, you have to go really low. You have to eagle. you got to start hot and just stay hot. That's how you win. I don't think anybody had any more fun than my group. <laughs> well, then you're a winner in other ways. We certainly are, partner. <laughs> and that means something, I think, for the love of God. I'll see you next year. I cannot wait to get back to golf. Oh, you. You. <laughs> I know. It's to a point now, because I've seen you in all your glory. Yes. On the golf course. Love it. You could well, use my drives from the ladies' tee. I know it. Of course. Yes. But your zest for the game. <laughs> yes, I love it. We started this show back in August of last year. At Oakland Hills. An award-winning show. An award-winning show indeed. Yes. With liquid sandwiches after. <laughs> yes. At the... Uh, the wonderful porch that oh, was. Was. Uh, will be again. Will be again indeed. Yeah. And uh, you will, after you deliver your beautiful baby girl mm-hmm. in September, mm-hmm. you and your husband, Ryan, will be picking up where you left off. Yeah. We're going to get like a babysitter or a nanny for golfing. <laughs> so we'll be good. <laughs> nanny sitter. Application <laughs> being accepted. Yeah. <laughs> Cannot wait. Uh, folks, stick around. More of the sports book here. On 760 WJR. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome you back into the sports book here on 760 WJR. Once again, repeating our top story of this particular episode, and it's uh, quite sad. Gary Moeller, the former head football coach and former great assistant at the University of Michigan, former head football coach with your Detroit Lions, has passed away at the age of 81, our condolences to his wife, Anne, and the entire Moeller family. Um, he was uh, an amazing man. Uh, again, uh, had the opportunity to have many conversations with Coach Moeller, and uh, he was always very inspirational. And, you know, after what went down with his departure from Michigan, uh, I think it was Gary's goal to always prove the critics wrong. And he was under a microscope at a time uh, that was very costly. And there was a little bit of a, a, a glitch there, and uh, it was costly. But I'll tell you one thing. Every athlete that has played under Gary Moeller, James, that I had a conversation with always spoke volumes of him. And you know, what he was as a coach and more importantly as a man. Well, that's the goal in life, right? To leave a legacy where people say nice things about you and you were kind and you were a good person. And it seems like he succeeded in that. So, Well, and you go back to his run as the head coach of the Detroit Lions. And I know for a fact he was 4-3 and three, uh, in a span of taking over for Bobby Ross. 
And uh, he looked at it certainly as opportunity. Mm-hmm. And this is 2000-ish. And many, many former Lions at that point thought that he should have been given the opportunity to be the guy. The guy. Right. And uh, they went in a different direction. And I think it was Matt Millen. Man, they always go in a different Matt direction. Matt Millen had a decision to make. And Matt Millen made the wrong choice. Mm-hmm. Um, went with uh, Marty Mordenweg, who, again, will be known as one of the great offensive coordinators the NFL has ever known. There's no question about it. But Gary Moeller should have been the head coach of the Lions. And where that would have gone, I don't know. Right. But he deserved the opportunity. Right. We won't know now, of course, but they always go in a different direction, those Lions. Well, uh, a team that we thought was going to go in the right direction via a six-game win streak was your Detroit Tigers, who have been very disappointing uh, this year. Uh, A.J. Hinch, this team, thought that they were going to be division winners, playoff contenders, Mm -hmm. and it's not gone that way. But they put together a six-game win streak, Mm -hmm. uh, kicking off a 12-game road trip. They split the first four with the pale hose, and then they lose the first game of the doubleheader 3-1 earlier. Yes. So people were kind of slightly excited with those six games, and now they've lost three in a row, so it's kind of sort of back down. But what a crazy season this has been. I'm going back still to when Alavila mentioned that the pitcher they signed is not responding to them. To them. Eduardo Rodriguez is ghosting aye, them. Aye, aye, aye. And then you've got Austin Meadows, who's now stopping his rehab, because things have gone south for him medically. So now he's out again. I mean, it's just so many things this season. Well, at the uh, golf early, uh, outing earlier today, uh, ran into Trevor Thompson, who is the better half of our own Dana Clark. And, yeah, we were talking about the uh, disappointing Detroit Tigers. And, you know, this town clearly is prime. For success mm-hmm. from anybody from any of these teams we're ready <laughs> uh and we were hoping it would be the tigers um but there's been some underperformance from those who were looked upon to be contributors oddly enough miguel cabrera all-star yeah is the guy that is outperforming everybody he is uh, hitting 291 right now. At one leads point, leads the team. <laughs> yeah, leads the team, and he's yeah. 109. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, from what I understand, the sad thing about this team is nobody's really invested, even after big off-season expectations. Well, they paid Javier Baez 140 million to be the guy. And his OPS is 625. So <laughs> there's not much to cheer for. No. He's, he's been better. He's yeah. been better. And I do but like. But he's still hitting 211. Right. Yeah. But I, you know, I did appreciate his spunk in Chicago. That was kind of fun when he was giving it to the fans. But yeah. Yeah, that was fun. But I mean, you've got a guy like Robbie Grossman, who obviously yesterday made a costly error. Yeah, and but I, he hasn't made an error. I know. <laughs> And 
you know, a gazillion years. I have the, I have the stat because it's cool. He hasn't made an error since like 2018. Let me go to my notes. First error since June 13th, 2018, ending a 440-game streak without one, the longest by a position player in MLB history. So I'm going to give him a pass. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I get it. I, I, I really do. But the fact of the matter is you've got a guy like Robbie Grossman who is playing for a contract. He's in a contract year. Now, at the end of the day, are you invested in what's going on in this disappointing Tiger season? No. I mean, <laughs> you're playing for yourself. And maybe, and I've seen Robbie in various interview scenarios, and he seems to be a, a really good teammate. Uh, but what about a guy like Spencer Torkelson? Oh, my. I have a stat on him, too. I mean, I get it. You're he was seven uh, for 30 with 20 strikeouts with runners in scoring position. Why aren't they sending him down to just get some I don't know. experience? I don't know. I don't understand. Uh, they've done that with other players on this team this year. Right. You know, Akil Badu. I mean, last year this kid was tearing it up. Yeah, now he's... He's down in Toledo. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if he's going to be brought back up. Obviously, that's up to A.J. Hinch. He hasn't consulted me. <laughs> he uh, didn't call you? No, not yet. Okay. It could happen on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> or he could text. Whatever. Maybe he's a texter. But, you know, listen, there's been times that Spencer Torkelson has shown. Flashes. Yes. Yeah. But here are the real numbers. The kid's hitting 195 right now. Five home runs to go along with 20 RBI. Right. He's better than that. Yeah, that's the thing. He's a great player. So why not take some pressure off, go to Toledo, and work this out? You know, I. Uh, is there still time for the Tigers to turn around this season? Because they rattled off the six straight wins. Let me uh, bring this up for crying out loud. I want to... Uh, Take a look at what's going on as far as that last wild card spot. We are Tigers are eight and a half out at the All Star break. Yeah, I guess if they really, really caught fire, maybe, but I don't have that faith that they will. Well, this is where we were. You'll recall in uh, March with our beloved Red Wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their chances to make the postseason. There for a while, uh, Stevie Y and the Winged Wheelers, you know, at the time, Jeff Blaschel, uh, they were very much in the postseason wild card conversation. And things went south. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was very quick, mm-hmm. but yet very painful. The uh, Tigers are still in the thick of it, eight and a half games out of that w- last wild card spot. Um, but they do need to rattle off probably a couple 10-game win streaks. <laughs> yeah, you multiple. Know, you know, and, and that's where we're at right now. But that being said, uh, the bullpen has been very hardy. Mm-hmm. And the starting pitching has been okay with all the injuries that they've gone through. Offensively, they've been anemic all year. And that may be... The most shocking thing of all. Yeah. 
And, you know, Gregory Soto can give you a heart, heart attack here or there. But the he, all-star. He's an all-star. He has 17 saves. Just saying. So there's that. And can I be honest with you? Sure. I would hope you always are. I always am, darling. I am. Uh, but the thing is this. I watch a lot of Tiger baseball. And Gregory Soto. Maybe that text was A.J. Hinch. <laughs> It is. (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) Steve, help me out here. (laughs) But I've never seen Gregory Soto have a successful outing. And I'm happy he's an all-star because I I know he's talented. Well, saving is successful. I think it's just like always very interesting. And you'd rather it not be as hairy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, folks, we got more to discuss with you as we continue uh, with this edition of the Sportsbook on 760 WJR. Once again, had the distinct pleasure to participate in Paul W. Smith's Pale Charity Outing at Detroit Golf Club earlier today. Uh, what job well done to everybody involved, as always. <laughs> now, I know this. Uh, James, Paul is going to be on vacation through the rest of the week. Uh, Various guest hosts will be filling in. And uh, looking forward to Thursday, all I can tell you is this. I will join Magnum T.I., Tom Izzo, on the Paul W. Smith Show from 7 to 9. Excellent. Is he coming in person? He is. We are both going to be in studio. And had a chat with Magnum T.I. earlier. And uh, he is very excited to be working with a kid. <laughs> Great. I think that's going to be a dynamic duo <laughs> oh, for two hours. I'll tell you what. I am very much looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, to be Bring honest Bring up with social you. media. That'll get them going <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> yeah, and I, I can't wait to hear what he has to say about the uh, the realignment in the Big Ten Conference. Yeah. Um, it's changing, and it's not going back. You've got USC, UCLA coming in in 2024. You've got an IL. You've got the uh, transfer portal. And here's my fear, and I'll discuss this, among other things, with my good friend T.I. Is this going to result in the departure of some damn good personnel. I think yes. Like some coaches who might have said, I have a couple more years left or whatever, and this is just so foreign and new, might be out earlier. And I think Tom is up to any challenge that comes his way because believe you me, uh, know the guy pretty good. Um, He still has a lot of energy. But... Everything is changing. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it it's unbelievable. Now, is the Big Ten done uh, as far as the expansion? And the great athletic director at Michigan State, Alan Haller, alluded to this uh, a little bit of time ago uh, via the luncheon at the Detroit Athletic Club um, that, yeah, there were changes coming. Did anybody anticipate that meant USC? USC? <laughs> No. No. UCLA? No. No, that's um, crazy. And then we find out that Oregon and Washington 
petitioned the Big Ten for admittance. And according to reports, the Big Ten's response was, okay, everybody just calm down a little bit. We'll let you know, but we're waiting on Notre Dame again. Why are we always waiting on Notre Dame? Can they just decide? (laughs) I don't. Listen, whatever. Just join a conference. Whatever the Fighting Irish wants to do. But here's, and, and this has been discussed for a while. Notre Dame is very comfortable as an independent. Apparently, they make a lot of dough off their NBC deal. Okay, I get that. But your ACC deal is a joke. It is a complete joke. You've got five conference games in football, and you're all in in everything except hockey and, yeah, and, and, and football. It's, it's, it's odd. Um, I don't know if they're taking a look at the landscape of college athletics and saying, oh, boy. This could be what makes them finally join a conference, the way everything's changing. And last week or one of the weeks we were talking about is a super couple super conferences going to form then perhaps. And this, whatever deal the Big Ten gets is going to blow anything NBC. Right, because they this, have a the, the billion new Fox deal think, is going like, to be crazy. You would think, and I'm not the financial guy, um, but Notre Dame has been very content uh, as an independent with their financials, you know, through NBC and everything else. Uh, I think that there are powers that be there that are saying we we, we need to take another look at this uh, because there is the two super conference mentality where you've got the Big Ten and obviously the SEC. So is that enough to get Notre Dame to sign on the dotted line? I don't know. Well, is their fan base going to be okay with being left out of the playoff? Because eventually that's going to happen. Well, there's that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Quickly, uh, before we go, uh, it is Open Championship Week as well. Everything getting underway across the big pond. And we know for a fact that Greg Norman has been snubbed. He is not welcome. At the champion's dinner. St. Andrews! I, I, I don't know. Good for this them. This whole thing is crazy. I'm happy. I'm happy for them, snubbing him. That's just well. Me. He's been super, super vocal and really odd with his comments. So I kind of get it. I get it big time. Yeah. Now listen, what's going on with your Steelers? Oh my god! And the whole Heinz Field thing. I'm choosing not to even believe this. I'll just continue to call it Heinz Field, but I guess they're going to call it Acrisure Stadium. So. See you there in the fall. How do you fall. pronounce that again? I think it's a mortgage company or an insurance or something. Acrisure? Don't quote me. Is nothing sacred anymore? <laughs> no. For the love of God. Partner, it's always a pleasure seeing you. Lovely so first time in a you. while. We'll do it again next week, all right? Blake, great job as always. Uh, folks, as always, thank you for listening to the Sportsbook here on WJR.